Hey everyone, I'm Brenda. And I'm Julia. And you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast is brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. The world is ending. Do you <laughs> the world is ending. Right? I just got so confused. I'm like, what does she mean? No, it's it's pitch black out right now, and the thunder is crazy. Crazy, you guys. Talk about unexpected. Uh, um, also, we love you guys so much, but we've been working very much, so my dad has to take a shower, so hopefully you don't hear the pipes in my home. <laughs> They'll excuse Victor, I'm sure. They will. <laughs> um, I do love a thunderstorm, though. Do you? Love. As long as I don't have to go outside in it. Like, absolutely love an evening thunderstorm. Oh, a blanket, a cup of tea. When I was little, my, me and my dad used to sit outside in, um, like, folding chairs and under, like, the overpass, you know, the, what's it called? Like, that's you know, that hangs over your front door so you don't get wet when you're at your door. We used to sit under that and watch the thunderstorms. And I would put on my rain boots and bring an umbrella even though we were under the thing and you didn't need an umbrella. That's so cute. When I think of thunderstorms, I think of one being soggy and I hate being soggy in the same way that I hate being sweaty when I don't intend to sweat. I don't like being wet when it's not intentional. Uh Um, But I also think of, you remember that book, Streganona? I love Streganona. Really? Don't they talk about thunderstorms in there? No, her hair is spaghetti. Oh, what am I thinking of? Well, more like not Streganona. Streganona is about pasta. <laughs> Wait, what the hell could I be it thinking? Makes a lot of, of sense why I love that book so much. Yeah, you love pasta. I do I too. Pasta. But why did I think she was about thunderstorms? I'm gonna have to look into that. If anyone knows what childhood book I'm referring to that talks about the number of like how far away thunder is based on how many times. Oh yeah. Not Stregonona. Not Stregonona, huh? Okay. Okay. I'll work on it. Let Brenda know. I know what you're talking about, but I don't know what book that is. Yeah. Ooh. Also, I live in a basement, everyone. Um, so I have no idea that it's even raining. I just know when I go upstairs. Surprise. Surprise. But anyway, it's our hundred. 50th episode heck yeah congrats wow. to us wow 100 wow that's a lot of episodes we've been talking for 150 hours we've been talking for way freaking more but okay, yes that, but online yeah to, to to our fans and friends fans um so we thought in honor of our 150th episode i have this game it's called the and friends edition and it's like a card it's like a card deck of questions to ask that you ask with your friends to create deeper friendships. So since Brenda and I aren't real friends, we're just- Yeah, our relationship is so surface level. Fake hosts. Um, We thought maybe we would get to know each other on a deeper level. (laughs) Yeah, totally. We like never connect. We're not vulnerable. We actually hate each other. And this is all an act. It's all an act. It's all a scam. It's a role play, really. Wow, we've been keeping up for 150 episodes. But so we're gonna we're gonna pull a couple cards from there and see where it takes us. I have read zero of the cards, so I have no idea. I'm so excited. Okay, cool. It's supposed to be pretty deep, honestly. So we'll see. 
Oh, it's my, this might be a little scurry, but we do that here, huh? Huh? Vulnerability, huh? Bring it back. I've heard of it. Bring it back to the main themes for the 150th episode. Uh-huh. So anyway, before we do that and celebrate this monumental event, it's time for the 150th time of, we'll divide it by two because we don't do it on the guest episode, Blood <laughs> and Pride. My pride. Wow, really? 150 episodes? That's crazy. Julia, ah. I'm literally, I'm picturing us, and then we're going to get back to my pride, but I'm picturing us on our very first episode in your closet, sitting on a pillow. Episode. Just <sighs> it's just crazy. No, but it's just so crazy to think about. Wow. We were literally um, sitting on the floor of my closet. Sharing a microphone. It was so cute of us. It was, and it was a good episode. Okay, anyway, my pride. My pride is I started watching this show. It's on HBO with my mom um, called Love Life, I believe, with Anna Kendrick. And I actually really love it. I really loved it. We're, we have like two episodes left, but um, it's super interesting. It's actually like a great combination of silly and vulnerable. And it goes through like different relationships that she goes through in her life and the purpose they serve. Um, and just because we said vulnerability made me think about it because in a scene, her mom is like, talking about vulnerability and she's holding the book daring greatly and you you don't like see the cover but if you know the book you know the book you get that inside joke that they're trying you just to know um so yeah so anyway it's, it's a good show so I recommend it especially if you're just like trying to pass the time definitely enjoyable you just like learn a good amount it has a lot of like depth to it I think well wow. I don't know about depth but whatever it's I, I really like it then my pickle what was my pickle oh um my yeah, pickle yeah, my pickle is that right before we recorded this episode, I was like, Julia, I can't find this bra. Like, I literally have been searching for it for the past 15 minutes. And she's like, Where could it have been? Did you leave it in the car? Did you leave it? Like, she named all these places. I'm like, I don't think so. And then all of a sudden, I just like feel my boobs and I'm like, oh my God, I'm wearing it. Said bra. I'm wearing said bra that she was running around looking for for 15 minutes. Literally. Like I couldn't sit down. I could tell Julia was getting antsy, but I, when I get something in my head, I can't stop. Like so hilarious. Like the fact that I committed that today I was going to pack underwear and like, I needed to do that before this next commitment because I said I would do it in between. And on that side note, a follow-up pickle is that I literally don't know where my underwear disappeared to. I have some still from like the third grade. (laughs) um of when I like discovered a thong no probably not third grade but um then some of them just get lost like why do my favorite ones that are like better quality get lost in the sauce so true my like disgusting period underwear that I would never want anyone to see always there always there underwear where does it go like Julia this is disgusting Brenda just pulled her pants off I did, but like there's rain, like this is for a child. There's like That's rain here. Hideous. I it's disgusting. Never like her see you in those. Like this is antlers. <laughs> and like that's the best I could find today. Meanwhile, like my gorgeous, gorgeous, lacy, cheeky oh, little girl. <laughs> is nowhere to be found I know I that's the same thing that happens to me I don't get it I don't get it anyway please move on to you enough about my range enough about me (laughs) um my pride this week is that I got these like fun little things on online because you know I shop 
without any means to shop. Um, Brenda <laughs> just fully choked on her water. <laughs> and it's seltzer, so it's bubbly. Oh no. Um, I have zero dollars and I spend the dollars on things that I don't need. Okay, I got this cute choker with these flowers on it. I got this. It looks like costume jewelry. It is. That's exactly what it is. I love that beads are back in because I love a bead. I got these beaded rings. I got yeah. <laughs> moon socks. Socks with the moon on them. Where did you get this from? Limited two? <laughs> you would think it's limited two. I just like, I love, I love a cute accessory. Wait, I want you to try that choker on because listen, I respect your fashion, but well, it honestly, looks this is, this is not what I was hoping this one would look like. Like Haley has these like gorgeous chokers that like are just so, mm, and that is not it. <laughs> no, I like did want it to look like this, except not like this. So this is like a little, it was a little disappointing, Um, but I really like my rings. And they like my moon socks. Okay, okay. Happy for you know that I am. And like, I think I still will wear this. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, so that's my pride. And my pickle is, um, because I just love a cute accessory and I love that beads are in. My, and also my, the best gift that anybody has ever given me is Brenda made me a beaded bracelet that says ghost on it. And they really, it really is the best gift I ever got. Oh my God, that's so sweet. I love it so much. And whenever I wear it, I feel close to ghost and close to you. And close to me. Oh my God. So we are deep friends. We are deep friends. Here's the moment. Oh my God. Scratch the rest of the episode. The bracelet proved it. I love it. I love it. Uh, It truly is my favorite bracelet that I own and my favorite gift. And my pickle is that speaking of ghosts, like when I have like a really busy day, like when I'm like back to back, even if I'm like home, like today, like I'm just back to back with things. Like I had to tape a few auditions and like had a meeting. We were doing double podcasting today, like morning routine, whatever, like back, just seriously back to back all day. And like, I took ghosts for like her two, three walks to like go, go, go to the bathroom. But I feel like when I have like a really busy day, I feel like a bad mom and I feel like that she's bored. Oh my goodness. That makes me so sad. I know. And I like feel so bad because she wants to play and she'll like come over and bring me her toy. But I'm like, baby, I can't play right now. Oh my goodness. That makes me so sad. And it also makes me feel like a bad sister to Muffin because I was telling my mom the other day, I'm like, Julia gets so concerned and not in a making fun type of way, like genuinely, because my mom is the same. Like the other day we went to the boardwalk and my mom literally chose to not go with us because she felt bad leaving Muffin. And I was like, one, you both need help. Two, <laughs> um, like I told her the other day, I'm like, I'm like, I don't know if Muffin even poops. Like, I don't even know if she eats. I don't know what time she goes to bed. Absolutely nothing about her dog. Brenna has had a dog for so many years. She comes over, ghost brings her toy, and she's like, what am I supposed to do with this? You would think <laughs> the girl has never seen a dog in her life, yet one lives in her home with her. And she's so sweet. I just, like, don't... It's funny because it's, like, it's like basically, like, that... Oh, not the stereotype, but, like, that aunt that, like, doesn't know really how to, like, deal with kids. Like, that's how I feel about my actual dog. It's so true. Like, I'm like, uh, what do I do with her? <laughs> you love her. You just don't really know what to do with her. Yeah. Like, I would, I love to pick her up. I love to hold her, which kind of makes her seem like an accessory. Like, she's really fun to look at, which is fucked up because 
I'm so focused at her, at her physicality. It's like, I look at her and I'm like, oh, like, I really feel that in my soul. My soul says that, but that, then it ends. Mm. Like, then I'm like, now what? Now, now what? You're boring me. Next. <laughs> I've seen enough of you. That's Thanks. <laughs> That's hilarious. But no, I really do feel like a really, like, I feel like so my heart gets so sad when I like don't have time to play with her or like take her on like a long walk. Yeah. Walk, I, I would have yeah. taken her this morning on a long walk but it was like a hundred degrees out wow no it, it yeah it was definitely really hot but I guess it's probably relevant like to me obviously it, it feels disconnected but like it's probably relevant to a lot of dog moms like my mom literally if it's raining and she doesn't get to walk muffin she takes her for a drive in the car like and I'm like you man ghost like hyperventilates in the car so I don't think she would like that but what's that about what's with the pain when excited and the dehydration hyperventilation she's a special she's a special one <laughs> but I feel bad but I, I hope she knows that I love you poopy she I, knows. Love you, I love her so much oh I'll throw her toy with her at 11 p.m anyway let's get into it let's get into it so I'm just gonna pull a couple of these cards at complete random and I'll I'll pull one for you to answer for me and then I'll pull one for me to answer for you or, and whatever Perfect. Okay, so you're gonna answer this. You you're answering this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is dumb, but it's just very relevant. What do you think the hardest thing for the hardest thing for me? What do you think is the hardest thing for me when it comes to money? Wait, I answer the hardest thing for you. Yeah, it's like how it's about knowing each other. <laughs> Oh, okay. The hardest thing about money is that you, we talked about this the other day, that you yeah. want more of it for like more lavish things and don't feel like you have it yet. Yep. And that I spent it on stupid things like beads. Like, like literally beads. Julia, those are gross. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. <laughs> you know nothing about fashion. I actually, I, Liz made me a little bead of bracelet that looks just like your necklace. I just feel like there's something different about your neck versus Ew. your own. So, see, these are weird because, like, this one feels really deep and that one felt stupid. So, I answer this from for you. What do I do that distracts from our relationship? What do I do? No, yeah, yeah. So, I have, to, I have to say what you do that distracts from our relationship. Ooh. Because you just did it before and I, w- I was kind of mean to you about it. Oh, yeah? You feel, you still feel after 20 years of friendship. You still feel the need oh. to over-explain. Yes. And you don't need to do that. That's a way, like, we don't need to waste our time doing that. I, I know your heart. Yeah. Oh, totally. I think it's just, I think it's, yeah, I'm explaining. Never mind. <laughs> there she goes. But I, I say that because, not that I don't want to hear you speak. I love hearing you speak. But you don't need to spend your energy over-explaining to me because I don't, need any explanation from you because I love you and I trust your judgment and how you manage your time and I respect your time and your decisions oh my god that's so beautiful I think I feel that particularly and I notice this I feel it particularly when it comes to spending time with Chris like I feel it's crazy because I'm like he's my boyfriend it's fine but for some reason I have this narrative in my head that like people no matter who they are are like oh they're choosing their boyfriend over me I don't feel that way at all yeah, no, I, and yeah, it's weird. Like, and the explanation enough is, I can't do that. I'm seeing Chris that day. Okay. Yeah. 
But to me, I go the extra mile and I'm like, what does that say about how important I value our podcast? But then it's like, I got to value my relationship too. But also because I know you value our podcast. You show yeah. me that through your consistent hard work. Like you don't need to explain that to me. So crazy. Mm, I appreciate it. Of course. We could just spend that few moments talking about something else like Stregonona. <laughs> and and whatever the heck book that was that isn't Stregonona. This is your, you answer this now. Mm-hmm. If you could have something of mine, what would it be and why? If I could have something of yours. I think it's a more, I think it's your, your socialness. That's not like a really good word, but like I'm very social in some ways. And then in other types of crowds or like people I'm not used to, I'm like more reserved. I don't fully feel like ready to be myself. And I feel like I admire the fun, like nature and energy that you bring. Whereas for me, I think my more fun and like playful side comes out more so for people that know me on a deep level. And I think that you have a strength where it comes out where, although I'm very vulnerable and I can talk about like deep, dark secrets with people I just meet, I feel like you are just very naturally fun with people you just meet. Interesting. Thanks. Yeah, of course. These are interesting. I know. There's something about the anticipation of your reaction to reading the card that I'm like, huh? No, because then sometimes I have to process what, how to read. You would think I know I do read for a living. You would think I would be good at it. Um, What's one piece of advice you have for me regarding my love life? So what piece of advice do I have for you regarding your love life? Uh Uh-huh. Hmm. It's funny because Brenda is the last person that I think feel that needs my advice yeah. on love life. I think she does such an incredible job of um, being a partner and, and navigating her relationship and being authentic to herself and her partner. Like you've taught, you've taught me so much about relationship. Oh my gosh. Um, I would just say, I would just say, follow your gut and don't worry about other people's opinions on what you're doing or not doing. Like, you know, you only, you know, what's best for your relationship and to do your best to just not give a fuck about what other people have to say about it. Yeah. Isn't it interesting that it's, at least I think from what I'm interpreting that you're saying in terms of how I act or show up or like revel even in my relationship versus like, because of him but like more so about other people and how you know interesting totally totally okay what is the greatest lesson i taught you oh my god oh deep it is really deep the greatest ever (laughs) greatest ever i think it's something that like we've both started to discover over time, but I think the way that I've seen you this past year, and you've taught me so many lessons over the years, just by the, like the way that you show up in the world and the way that you treat people and the way that you just like, I think lead your life in general. Like I think people are just always so naturally drawn to your energy and your personality. And I think people, since we've been little have just wanted to be your friend because you are just someone like naturally that people want to be around. But I think this past year really taught me a lot about what it's like to start to 
notice where you're making sacrifices of yourself and where you can adjust. And I've just like seen firsthand all the life decisions that you, that have led you and all the doors that have opened for you because you made a choice to know that your voice matters and that your opinion matters and that the right people will be in your corner when like in, in that way. So I think I've just seen your life change and you change by, you know, lessening the people pleasing aspect of you and just like being okay with the changes that come. Yeah. It's interesting that that's the lesson. Like I, I see that, but it is interesting because like you've given me the space, you know, for, for that to, to manifest. Like you've been such a great friend in that sense of like really giving me like all that space to, to, to do that and figure it out. Oh my God. That's so great. <laughs> That's gay, man. Ooh. Oh, how have I changed since we first met? I'm answering this for you. Um, what do you miss about me? Ooh. So, wow. Well, we've been friends since we were, what, 10? 11? Mm-hmm. Long time. Uh, since the sixth, my fifth, my sixth grade, Brenda's fifth grade. I mean, you've changed, you've, you've changed so much in own, I would say only positive ways. Like you've been through a lot, but have come out so beautifully on the other side. Um, how have you changed since we first met? I think in most, most recently, similar to kind of what you were saying, I think I've seen you really start to become start to become the woman that you want to be and less of like the woman that you feel like you should be yeah um and I and it, like we talked about it a couple episodes ago but you said that your word for this year was unapologetic and I've seen you embody that in more in this past six months than ever in our entire you know 15 whatever plus years of friendship it is and it's like so beautiful to see you step into your power in that way because you you have been so much of a people pleaser for so long of our life and like it's so wonderful to see you really like start to just like be the woman that you want to be yeah oh my god this is bro really off the cuff episode i wasn't expecting i know and what do i miss about you um i miss i miss seeing you enjoy performing God. I do because I love watching you perform and I miss it's not that I so much miss watching you perform I miss getting to see the joy that that brings you wow that's a good one shoot so, I'm just you girl <laughs> when was I think I probably unfortunately do this often in one sector um when was the last time I misunderstood you and why you misunderstood me are you thinking of a specific example? Hmm. Um, I can, I can uh, assume that maybe I'm not as, I'm empathetic to it, but I have a harder time relating to your relationship to food. Hmm. Oh yeah. That's a good one. I didn't even think about that. Um, yeah, I think misunderstood, but unintentionally, like I yeah, think it's completely unintentional, but I think yeah. I, I wish I could understand 
better. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I, that's actually a really interesting one. I think, um, I think it's little things in the sense where <laughs> we on the podcast episode is the first thing I could think of when it comes in relation to that. Where I think sometimes, like we obviously say phrases, and then like it doesn't feel like again not intentional, but it feels like the sentence wasn't finished or our conversation wasn't finished. There was more that we could go. So I think we've had a few moments on the podcast where I'm just like, mm, I wish I said that differently. Um, and I think that part of that too, though, honestly comes with my people pleasing projections, because even if something doesn't offend me specifically, I am always, and I think we both do this in terms of like, when we talk about love, we're like, oh, but by the way, like we're talking heteronormative uh, had, uh, relationships right now. And like, you know, we always try to be like super inclusive. So I think that when it comes to my relationship with food, when we talk about it on the podcast, I'm always trying to like, look out for other people that might take it the wrong way. But anyway, um, for my sense, I think it's just because all that we know is what we know for you logically in some circumstances is like, of course, like, of course you want to like feel your body well and this, this and that, but the coping mechanism of like numbing yourself with food or like stuff like that just feels so backwards and it's still backwards to me, but um, it's weird when it's almost like a compulsion, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I'm trying to think of a specific example, but I just think that you've gotten so, of course there have been moments I can't even think of a very specific one, to be honest with you, but I think more so like, I guess sometimes when I need to have the same conversation, like over and over again to justify that what I'm doing is okay. And then for you, it's like, it is okay. Right. And like, it's just so logically okay. And I'm like, yeah, but like for all the reasons why it doesn't feel okay. And sometimes I just need to process that more than what might seem logical to you. Totally. I, yeah. I, I completely can see that. Yeah. Oh God. Your reactions are like the legit the worst because I never know what's coming. Wait, who's answer? You answered that. Now I answer this. What's something I don't want to tell you? Ooh. Do I have anything I don't want to tell you? You can be honest. I can answer it for, oh, I have to think about something, but if it makes you feel better, I'll find something too. I don't really think that there is anything though, to be completely honest. Like, I'm, I pretty much am really honest with Brenda most of the time. Yeah. What's something I don't want to tell you? I don't know. I feel like I'm so honest with you. Yeah. I'll say something that I don't know if it's not wanting to tell you or just like it not being relevant because it's just like thoughts sometimes like in relation to the podcast. This is really raw. Um, but I feel like sometimes, at least in the earlier stages or like mid stages of growing our podcast, I feel like I felt... Um, I don't even know if I've ever said these words out loud, but I felt a little, not in all moments, but in some, like, like I questioned like my like worth or ability as a podcaster, because I think a lot of the work that you do is related to the entertainment industry in which podcasting can be tied to evidently. And I think in some ways, like when you are just sharing your knowledge about like what you know in re uh, relevance to it, I, from my own projections and insecurity was like, oh shoot, she knows better than me. Or like, not even think she knows better than me because I don't think that's it at all. Like, I think you just express your, your passion. Um, and I think I've had those thoughts or like when it comes to like interviewing guests and stuff like that, like sometimes 
I think we just have like obviously different energy levels in which we flow with. And sometimes I find myself thinking, and it's not in like a competition with you, but it's more so when I'm like, shoot, she's really on. I really got to step it up. Like I'm not matching her energy right now. And I find myself wanting to shift that, of course, for the greater betterment of our show, but also being like, ooh, you're not measuring up here. And I think we're both very intuitive in the sense of like that. I think that's funny though, because on the days where I feel off, I'm like, oh, Brenda's got it. Yeah. Like, you know, like it's totally. funny that I can feel that same way in a sense of like, you know, whenever, whenever I'm like tired or, or, you know, there's a, something that I don't like, I like, I just, I feel like whenever, like, I feel like naturally whenever I don't know what to say next, you usually do. Yeah, absolutely. Which is what makes us as hosts together work. Oh, um, absolutely. Yeah. And it's not like it's, it's more so it, it's funny because I always know we'll have the right. Well, oh, like even the, the past episode we just recorded, like we literally did not follow maybe a single question that we had planned. We didn't. But it was such a good episode. And like, it was so naturally like picking up, picking up the pieces and all that stuff. And um, I don't know, it's more so, I think it's like a capacity of like, damn, she's giving more versus like, I'm inferior to her. It's almost like, I wanna be able to give as much and I recognize. I think it's more so because I, I know that it's not due to my inability, it's due to my inability to be present because during our show, I fucking love our show so much, but my brain doesn't stop. And it's honestly unfair to some of our guests. And I recognize that. And that must be a pet peeve of yours, but like, I have such a hard time. (laughs) Maybe I have ADD, but like, there are all these like different things going on through my brain that I don't want to forget. I'm so scared of forgetting something. So sometimes I'm taking a note somewhere during our show, still processing what they're saying, still coming up with fire things, but I can't just be. And I find that I often more so am just us here. What? I'm crazy? No, this no. I said this is why you need to meditate and practice meditation because and I, go to therapy. And no, no, but but if that is something that is, that you are wishing to improve on, like meditating has made my atten- ability to pay attention so much greater. Yeah. Like it's so crazy how by practicing meditation and it wasn't right away, like it took a long time, but by practicing meditation, I'm so much more able to be present. Yeah. And not all the time, obviously. No, totally. But it's weird because I can focus my attention, but it has to be something active, which, which is weird because obviously podcasting is an active thing. Like you're actively listening and talking, but like I can be in a zone, but it like feels, what's the word? Like hyperactive. Mm. I don't know if, if that makes sense. Like at work, like when I'm in the zone, when I'm doing stuff for podcasting, Liz, we were gossiping maybe during work <laughs> and she was texting me and she, I had no idea that she was texting me because I was so in the zone for mm. podcast related things. Um, yeah, you do get like that. I do. And like, I don't respond. Like I'm so in it that I don't want to lose the momentum. Yeah. I don't know. We'll dive into it another time. <laughs> I, I would suggest a meditation or two. I still would. Oh, I have one though on that, on something I don't want to tell you. It's, it's so funny. You know how, you know, whenever you're like, so what's going on? You know, how I'm like, I hate that question. 
Yeah, you do tell me that. I know, but I think the reason why I hate that question, well, I think there's multiple reasons why I hate that question because I like specific questions. You know, I like when you ask me specific questions, mm-hmm. but I think that I, I really hate, I'm not that I hate, I feel very uncomfortable gushing about someone or something in my life without being directly asked. And that's not just with you. That's with everything in my life. Unless someone asked me like, like, so what's going on with your boyfriend? Like, what's like, what's good? Like, what's blah, blah, blah. Like, I feel extremely uncomfortable being just like, this is like something good that's going on. Yeah. Oh, interesting, Julia. That makes a lot more sense because every time I ask you that, just by fucking habit, because it's just like a go-to. I always say, I hate that question. You know why? It's because someone like, like some of our other friends, like I'll say that and they'll be like, this is what's happening in my career. This is what's happening in my sleep patterns. And then you're like, ask me something direct. (laughs) No, even like general questions when people are like, what's going on with work? Like, I don't know. Ask me if I had any auditions today. Then I'll tell you like, yeah, and yeah. it's not just you it's 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 and it's not about you it's that yeah. it's that I don't think I've admitted to anybody that that is why those questions make me feel so uncomfortable like why do you think you feel uncomfortable because it seems like you're being you said something the other day on our show about like being on your high horse when in my interpretation I'm like that's not being on a high horse like is it because you're afraid of it seems like bragging yeah I think I think through my astrology study um okay which I will be on my high horse about um but like as a Leo like a Leo in their prime in their best light is extremely outgoing and leaderly and you know a person people like to be around and all of those things but a Leo in their worst is egotistical and I think I have like like a deep distaste for being egotistical, even though that's not, even though I don't categorize people gushing about their life as that, you know, I love when people gush to me about their lives. That's so interesting. I do relate to that. For myself, I worry that people are going to be like, ew. Yeah. It's funny because to me, that stuff applies when it comes to like I guess it does happen in some ways. Like I remember like when people used to compliment like my my singing voice or something like that. Like I always, I wouldn't say like, oh no, because I wanted them to tell me more yes. I would say it because I would feel weird agreeing with them, you know, or like like weird things like that. Or, or honestly, even when people do ask me about Chris, like for so long, I remember Kayleen, our friend used to like make fun of me and be like, I'm going to ask you how's Chris and you're going to say really good, really awesome. And like, it wasn't because that wasn't true. I just felt weird going into deeper. Yes, exactly. And it's not, and it's, and it's not, but I don't have such a problem doing it if I'm asked a very direct question for some reason, because then I feel, you know why? Because then I feel like they actually care to know. Mm. Whereas like, maybe there's a part of me that feels like, oh, you don't actually care. Yeah. Or like, what if you don't care about this? Right. Like, but if someone would ask me like a direct question, I'd be like, oh, you care. Okay. I'll tell you. Mm, I understand. But that's obviously, you know, that's not about anybody else. That's obviously like a, a, my own thing within me, but, um, yeah, I do often feel like unless someone asks me like a direct question that they, and like that, that they just actually don't really care, Wow. which is so bizarre. 
Which is so bizarre. Okay, how bizarre? Well, I didn't want to tell you that, but now I did. Now okay, last last two questions, then we got to wrap it up. But this is a fun game. I know, we should do this again for another episode. We have so many solos coming up that... Uh, yeah, we'll bring this out again. This is, this is a really good wrap-up question. What are you going to take away from this conversation? Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm going to take away... This is what I'm going to take away, not what I think you are. Okay. Um, I'm going to take away that, although we joke around, obviously, that I just feel very lucky, like no matter where the future takes us and stuff, to have such a deep friendship with you because I think you've shown me like so many deeper levels of friendship. Like I remember growing up, I always was like, I want a best friend, real best friend. And I would like look for best friends in anyone. Like I could, I'm not going to say the name, but I had like the most random best friend in the world in the sixth grade. And I would keep like the way I keep list of bridesmaids now, I would keep a list of my best friends because I it meant so much to me at the time. Oh my god, she's in she's crazy. Um I just I feel I feel like truly no matter where life takes up, where whether um, you know, I end up living in Nigeria for all of our Nigerian fans. Um (laughs) like no matter what, like I just truly have no fears about our friendship. I believe that no matter what, like we're just always going to be so deeply connected on like a level that I don't think everybody experiences deep connection with their friends. I really agree. I really agree. Very grateful for it. Me too. This was a fun, this was a fun episode. This is so fun. I want to do it again. If you know, I can't wait to play this I would literally do it again tonight. <laughs> I love this. This would be really fun with a bottle of wine. Just saying. <laughs> Everything's more fun with a bottle of wine. <laughs> um, but that was really fun. Thank you guys for being our friends and coming on this 150 episode journey with us. We can't wait to make more. We have some really fun guests coming up and some fun podcast episodes that we have planned out. Um to share with you guys. So since it's our 150th episode, it would mean the world to us if you could help celebrate with us and share this episode or any of your favorite episodes. Like I would love for you guys to share some of your old, the old episodes that have been your faves. Share them on your Instagram stories, tag us, share them with your friends, with your family. Um, leave us comments on Instagram. If you haven't yet, please rate and review the podcast so that we can keep making 150 more. Heck yeah. Thank you guys from the bottom of our hearts. We love you. We care for you. We value you. And we can't wait to bring you some more goodness. You really are friends. So we'll talk to you soon. Love you guys. Love you guys. And remember, you are a 10 out of 10, baby. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring Twenties Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.